Hey, how you guys doing? It's the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to our uh, House of the Dragon recap show. Uh, it's been a while since you've seen us or heard from us. Um, ironically, well, one of the reasons that we missed out on this show was because of Dragon Con. Uh, that happened just a little over a week ago now. Took some time to recover from that. And then the other reason is just our complete ambivalence about this show. On the line tonight, uh, going around the horn, it's kind of Grand Mace to Beeple. So it's not going name. Y'all know why I'm here. <laughs> so he says it doesn't get fined. So. <laughs> uh, also on the line is Big Hodge. Uh, yeah. Hello. Yeah. Yes, he's here. And also on the line is Lady Dragonstone. Uh, we'll be chiming in with all of our book uh, recommendations and questions and all the things that come with that. Say hello. Hey, everyone. All right. So <laughs> last we left off, uh, episode two was the last one that we reviewed. So tonight, because we missed episode three because of Dragon Con, and then football mm-hmm. started, which messed up episode four, we're going to combine this episode into episodes three and four. So if you feel that it's getting together or like this, brother, <laughs> as you feel like we're running at a neck break, uh, breakneck speed, uh, remember the last season of Game of Thrones that went at a gazillion miles per hour. We might be a little bit under that. So episode we might, three is we might have to cover this two episodes at a time to actually have a podcast worth of content. Uh, yeah, well, continuation of it. Um, second in his name is the title of episode three. Uh, the N-word does not appear in this particular episode, although we will have a different conversation when we get to episode four. Uh, it's fire everywhere, y'all. Dragon fire. Um, as the, it's the crab feeders, I keep wanting to call them the crab people. The crab feeders are under attack, um, by, I think it's Caraxus is the dragon that Damon is riding as they are attacking the, the free people of the triarchy and the crab uh, feeders. And, um, but it's a two year jump here. Um, and a, a reason for that will become more obvious in the next episode as we're trying to get, um, Renera's age up. So it's not even more creepy than a fuck it already is, but it's already creep, creepy. But the king has married Allison. Uh, they have a, a baby now. Aegon is the baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's already bore him a son and the plans are being put into place for him to, uh, by the hand to get Viserys to name Aegon as the heir. Now we get a Lannister name drop. And this is going to be happening here very uh, over the next couple of episodes with families of Game of Thrones being name dropped like that. Um, he has an update on the war, and then they let us know that the war hadn't wasn't started by the realm. It was actually started by Lord Corlys and Daemon uh, as they tried to take on, you know, uh, uh, the crab people, crab feeder or whatever. Um, and it's not going well. You know, they've gone into the caves. And that, you know, they don't have a lot of ground troops to kind of root them out. So that's basically what it is. My first note on here says, I think they might have made this show because like, hey, we can show dragons all the time now. Remember how hard we had to work for dragons in Game of Thrones or how rare it was to see them? This, yeah, it's like, remember when the Godzilla movie came out with Matthew Broderick and you had to wait till like an hour and 15 into it to see Godzilla? That's not what we're experiencing. No, man. They were like, hey, we're going to get these damn dragons in. Um, yeah, so, it, yeah, he's, Viserys' real problem is he's having all these issues with, with his daughter. 
Uh, Rhaenyra's has the music man with her out by the tree of life or whatever the hell that thing is. Uh, Queen Alicent kind of heads out. Your father is worried, right? And so what? I don't really care. The bit between her and the music man I thought was very funny. He with him being torn in between what to do. <laughs> he was like, uh, the princess is telling him one thing and the queen is telling him something else. Also, Allison is pregnant again at this point as well. There's no PlayStation. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're celebrating Aegon's second born day when there's a hunt in the Kingswood and the royal family is headed to that. Uh, Renera has to go because she's been ordered by the queen to do so. He wants to get his, um, you know, his daughter to join the hunt. You have duties. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. You're like, well, all right. So did anybody get the parallels from Game of Thrones uh, episode one here? Well, I mean, we already had the joust. Now we have the boar hunt. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, I guess that's what, I guess before streaming, like that's what you did. You had joust <laughs> and you went and hunted boars. Come but on. Beyond that. Uh, yeah. And you, and you called scurvy or the black chef. Or... Leprosy. Yeah. Yeah. That's Got your fingers it. chewed off by some maggots. You right. Know? Um, yeah. They, did, they didn't have the Ren Fest back then. Right. This just, is well, real. It was okay, real. Well, there's a Ren Fest coming up in episode four. I would say that would be that or something to that effect. Was um, there a more subtle parallel you were driving out there? More so about the king's family headed on the king's road. Uh, to go visit one of the other, you know, minor kingdoms or whatever. We have the hunt, which will become a little bit more prevalent later on. The wild boar, which took out Robert Baratheon. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I just think that there was some, you know, some probably purposeful paralleling there. Because as we get, I mean, to spoil something ahead, when we get to the part where Viserys has to go kill the freaking stag for that, I was like, oh, that nigga gonna die <laughs> i was like he about to die hey no way he living through this but that's the other thing about this show and then I, I mean i don't have it in the note there so at the beginning when the crab feeder is torturing one of the men there it's done off camera you know like he puts a stake through his hand it, it, they do it off camera and then like I, and again and hutch will probably see you know there's his point about this is completely different it's like you know you can't make that show again because the violence is the violence is pretty muted even at the end of this episode. Y'all agree or no? It's definitely muted from the the first first series first show. Every, yeah, it's it's very very muted. So it's just mean, think about when Oberon Martell's duel against the mountain <laughs> yeah. relative to this episode. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. all muted. I'd say. Yeah, I mean, and when we get to the N word in episode four, it's muted too. Like in the way it was shot. Although I watched the after show thing and I'll, I'll talk about that when we get to it. Um, so yeah, so we get that Lannister name drop. Uh, Tylen was the one that was the bringing information about the war. And then his twin brother, Jason is the one that's trying to woo, woo Rhaenerys, uh, back to <laughs> Castle Cock. I mean, Rock. So, so are uh, we, yeah. <laughs> are we three generations removed from anybody anybody cares about or four? Or how far away are we from? Game of Thrones. It, it kind of varies. One, one. I saw one where it's like 170 something. Then yeah, I saw another said, where it's 300. Oh well, at the beginning it said it were 172 years from right. the birth of uh, Daener- or um, of Daenerys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, Daenerys. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I don't know how many generations that would be in this time frame. Well, yeah, we're a ways well, away. Right. I think the average age is what twenty five, <laughs> <Right. 30? laughs> Well, and again, but they're speeding through it because we're getting another time jump by the time we get to the next episode too. But again, I that's completely purposely done for the ick factor. Um, and so Renera uh, is starting to realize that she's being, you know, kind of pawned off here as, you know, Jason Lannister's, you know, referring to her, you know, how he would love to be, you know, I don't have dragon pits and shit, but I got the money to build them, you know what I'm saying? You know, saying about to get these dragon pits. Uh, and she didn't really know, uh, you know, that her father was really trying to pair her off. Uh, so she's pissed. And he's like, why are you pimping me out? And he's like, you have duties. You must marry. So she's not happy about that. So then the hut is on for a white heart. That is a uh, lady dragonstone. That is a real thing in the book that it signifies something, correct? Yeah, it signifies like a symbol of royal favor as the heir the king is blessed by like the seven gods. So that's also, and like uh, going through the Viserys is really about all the signs. Like, he's really, you know, like, kind of looking through the tea leaves and stuff. So he's like, hey, you know, having a son, this white heart is out here. <laughs> I'm having a son, son. I'm having a white heart out here. This must be a sign that this is supposed to happen this way. And, you know, and probably in his mind, he's thinking, because everybody's pushing him towards it, like, maybe I do need to name a- Aegon the heir at this particular time, even though he's only two years old. Um, So, yeah. So there's more Lannister wooing of the princess uh, that Viserys shuts down. You know, we don't need your strength. You think our, you know, our kingdom is lacking strength or anything like that. Uh, you know, and Viserys loves his wine. Um, that's yeah. But th- to y'all, does he seem like, uh, not like, I mean, I, every king for me goes back to Baratheon. He does not seem like a happy king. Like, no. Like, help me out here. There's no, like, nothing kingly. There's really nothing kingly about him other than the title. Can I, I like to throw in something. This, the, the recent real life events of uh, the person across the pond kind of, kind of helped the situation. Uh, right. The king is not happy. I don't think any, I think they always get bothered by people underneath them and all the, all the duties they have to do and perform, I don't, I don't know if it's worth it. But yeah, that's yeah. It, she, he is not happy. Mm. Uh, the excessive politicking gets to all of them eventually, I'm sure. And you know, as we get through the next two episodes, it, it becomes so more apparent to him. Right? You know, his eyes finally are opened up about what's going on. But his relationship with Renera is so complicated since her mom died. You know, now he's like, you know, you have duties. You got to marry. But, you know, you can also be independent because I did aim you the air. Like, he's so torn in between these two things. Um, yeah, it's it, it, I don't know. Yeah. And he really gives it to the Lannister kid. Are you courting a rebellion against me? You know, like are people are talking about that. Like, you know, he really kind of gives it to uh, the Lannister kid. Um, and then when the hand comes in to interfere, you know, he's like, look, man, I just want my daughter to be happy. And then the hand brings up for the first time, like, hey, uh, didn't, you know, marry her off to Aegon. It doesn't go over well, uh, to say the least, uh, in the tradition. I know you got thoughts, Brother Beavis. I mean, this is just, this is just where it starts, right? I like. (laughs) This is where it starts? (laughs) I mean, 
I, I, I go back to the whole notion that this show is not going to depict violence towards women. And so mm. I guess we need to just expand the definition of violence. And, mm. and this is where I guess like it's a s- historical story represents mm. the historical marginalization and sexualization and right. uh, whatever mule qualification of, of women throughout the medieval times and what have you. But mm. like, this is just, this is just, I don't know this, the aspect of this show of like, they, I mean, they, they call attention to it. The fact that the, the, the women in the show or the girls in the show are only here mm. for one thing. Right. And then they just belabor it and belabor it and belabor it. And it just, it does just rapidly becomes a show. I do not want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, but, I mean, but in the first show, they were like the same thing happened too. Uh, right. They were all just there to be married off and to make these connections. And so people don't fight and kill each other. And they were, but at the same time we had Cersei who was going to get her power. Like she, she sort of used that aspect and used that expectation and got her own power initially through her children. And then for herself, mm-hmm. you had Aria who drew Aria who drew like a contrast to that rebelled against that and ascended in her own way. Sansa. Yeah, we don't is, talk about Sansa. We don't talk about Sansa. So I mean, and then then again, you have like Caitlyn, who you know tried to be the matriarch and made terrible, terrible decisions. So I think there was at least some breadth of that story. There was a little, you know, even though the the sexual violence was more graphically depicted, there was at least a little more nuance and range to the female characters. This seems like they're all just buried. Mm-hmm. Well, we're probably introduced to two and a half, three. Yeah, four. I, but, but I, yeah. I, I, spoiling that looking ahead past episode four and episode five, where we're going to get um, Renera married off. Um, but then after episode five, it's the last episode with um, that actress. Yeah. So yeah, because then they're going to do another time jump. And it's going to be an older actress now playing that particular role. And Dang, I didn't know that myself. I well, I, I'm not if, looking forward. <laughs> yeah, but correct me if I'm wrong, though, too. Not wrong, but okay, so you're telling this story. So if you start Renera and Allison at, you say you start them at 16, okay, as opposed to like, I think like what's we call it, like 12. So yeah. we get the jump there. So you start them at 16, 17. I'm saying that it's better, but it's better as you're telling the story. Now I get a three year jump and like, oh, you're making out with your uncle with the brothel and you're 19. Right. It's not still not great. There's a portion of that that's terrible, but it doesn't have the icky visual yep. as much. So yep. I, because eh, that, that is, I've seen that, that girl that's playing Renera on something. That is a tiny little person and she's yep. in her 20s. But she is, you know, it's like the gymnast or whatever. Like, I, it's just tiny, little, even though you might be old. It's just not. Amelia Clark ain't that big either. No, she's not. I, agreed. Right. And I, it's, I, agree. I mean, we're, 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 we're applying 21st century stuff to historical inaccurate. But, but like I said, they, <laughs> you know, hey, they was doing stuff. How we all got here, we really don't want to know. Because, right, there's a couple thousand years of a lot of strange stuff, uh, easily. 
that we right. wouldn't understand now and we don't want to know. All right. Viserys sobers up. Well, let uh, me just let me just add to this. Like, you know, there's there's a push to tell stories that are not strictly about white men. And there's an appropriate push to tell stories about <laughs> people that are not white men. And many of them are actually quite compelling and <laughs> enlightening for people who are forced to see something outside of their, you know, their, their yeah, realm of prison. comfort or experience or you know, not the same story. Yeah, yeah. But when you instead tell a story that features people of color and women and presumably at some point women of color, I think that's still not really well represented yeah. who are all subject subjugated to white men. <laughs> yes. You have not expanded the narrative. Right. Yes. The, the story and to put the trappings of we're learning from the from the you know the previous complaints stuff. about our, our pre- previous series, but double down on just other aspects of the story. It just it's a fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're pushing it up to the line. No, you're pushing it up to the line. You're just taking it right there and then be like, look, y'all niggas happy or not? No, okay, then we're just gonna keep going. You know, right? It, it, it's it's. If you're gonna go there, go there, and they they refuse to fully go there because they don't want to upset whoever the traditional white male person. And then you get the Marvel Plessy versus Ferguson issue where it's like, oh no, nobody watched that. But apparently, people love this show. Mm. People for the people that love this sort of thing, this is sort of thing thing they love. But you know, but like if you you know, it's like well, we tried to make strides. We we put all these black dudes in bad wigs, and people seem to hate it. So we're gonna go back yeah. to making the show we wanted to watch. Like yeah. it's just self that you like put out this self defeating, not quite as good product, and right. then be like, I guess they didn't like it. Yeah, I guess we not. tried. Yeah. All right. So sorry. Get back on track here. Harris uh, <laughs> sobers up. He hates the politics of it all. Um. And then he comes up with the idea of um, to marrying the son of Lord Corliss, um, you know, to to unite the Valerian kingdoms once again. Which, if only somebody had suggested that <laughs> two years ago. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, uh, we get a wild boar attack, which uh, that's again, I told you, I was like, oh, that is not, yeah, they're trying to kill somebody here, but they didn't. Renaris kills not it, Lord Crispin, gotta, not Sir Crispin. Yeah, and they got a taste for blood now. Um, there's the hunt. Okay, my note says, did y'all think he was about to die like Game of Thrones? They find the animal, but it's not a white heart. And you can see Viserys' <laughs> disappointment come across his face. Okay, first off, I ain't never been hunting. So let me state that off first off. Right. But the idea of like, hey, we done did all the hunt, you just come and kill the shit. That's not hunting. I don't think. You know, like, hey, the king can't be... Well, but also you get Robert out there and he gets gored by a boar, you know, a boar. So, you know, maybe right. that's the best way to do it. But anyway. Right. And normally, right. Normally when you hunt or they send out the dogs, the dogs be finding the stuff and have it mm. trapped. And then you come in there and shoot it like Elmer right. Fudd. Oh, if the four, three if three people, are you, any of y'all been hunting before? Because that might be a whole different podcast. Fishing. Mm. That ain't hunting. I, I mean, that's the closest, but yes, no, honey, no, I don't know. Yes. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand it at all. All right. It's, it's, well, it's, yes, yeah, it's, it's basically fishing with a gun. 
and you just go out there and shoot. Be quiet when you have to be, so something walks by and you shoot and kill it and try oh, to skin it. If I'm gonna look, if I'm gonna <laughs> sit outside for like six, eight hours, get up at four in the morning, yeah, early, go out, sit in the woods, be cold, Piss wear orange, shoot stuff. <laughs> yeah, I could play D and D for six or eight hours. That's, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I, I got one better than that. If I'm gonna be out there at four in the morning, six to eight hours, wearing orange, you best believe I'm getting something. You think I'm coming home empty-handed after all that? No, one of them things died for sure. Like, no, nah, man, that ain't good today. Fuck that. We need to go deeper into the woods. <laughs> right, anyway. So the hand is working on his. I'm gonna just keep rolling D20s. That's all. On the air, like he's, yeah, <laughs> he's like he's not gonna see it on his own. You know, as as he continues to manipulate, you know, Otto continues to manipulate his daughter. Uh, into uh, Viserys' life. You know, he's just not going to find it. You need to make him find it. Uh, again, the war's not going well. The king finally agrees to send troops to the Stepstones. Um, and then we get more father-daughter drama with the king ending saying, fine, you, you can marry on your own. Like, you know, find whoever you want to marry on your own. And so then we get to the battle of the Stepstones. Okay, this is, now we're three episodes and I would call it four now because we're going to do this one tonight. Four episodes into this show. We haven't had one significant battle until this one and this one sucked like one side has dragons okay but it's not even that part the hand-to-hand combat stuff sucked take out the fact that you got all these storm people with these white hair and shit that take that out i've just i've made my peace with this whole thing and again the only reason i'm making my issue with it is that you're saying that these people 172 years from now are going to completely disappear because there's no black people by the time we get there. Okay? <laughs> so if you're doing long-term booking here, and it ain't even like these are white passing people. They're not even white passing. So you're trying to tell me in 172 years this whole line is going to be completely whitewashed. Come on, man. People, uh, Come on. people get knocked off. But that's what, no, disappear? but I'm just saying, like, if you were gonna, if, if you're going to do this, there should have been something at the end of that, like, oh yeah, well, there was this one black dude that made it through, you know, his father was something. I don't fuck, man. Yeah, because yeah. they, they're the Valer. To my recollection, the Valerians aren't necessarily depicted in, uh, in Game of Thrones, the proper story, Song of Ice and Fire. So if you were gonna say that the Valerians were people of color, perhaps because they were from a part of this world that was closer to the sun or whatever. But mm. over time they were bred out by the, you know, the, the Targaryens or eaten by the crab people or whatever. Okay. But to mm. have a random sampling of Valerians that are black. Yes. Yeah. Just make them. It, anyway, I don't, yeah, I, I don't understand why dragons were insufficient to, to rouse these crab feeders right like they had archers and mm-hmm. every time the archers that we saw were out got they all died they all mm-hmm. got roasted by dragon fire um you know they had a cave but you could have collapsed that cave yeah you could have had the dragons collapse that cave or you know had siege engines to collapse that cave and stranded them in there and then mm-hmm. done whatever you wanted to like I don't, I don't accept the notion that they were powerless. That it took them two years at this alleged choke point right. to do anything. 
well, you can parallel yeah. that to quote unquote real life. Um, and yeah, we got people that hide caves right now. From yeah. Drones and whatnot. And but they have one giant that- cave, collapse right. that cave, nothing right. goes in the cave, nothing comes out of the cave. Like, what do you care at that point? Their mm-hmm. influence over the region is gone. Correct. And I also say, like, I love the design of the crab feeders, but yeah. I think they, as I put in the text chain, I think they stole a house, wrestling term, yeah. <laughs> F.U. Hulk Hogan, yeah. uh, because they they were pushed as, like, this threat. And, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're yeah, they get white a big quick. threat. They're, yeah. they're not even a two priority. Hey, Lady Dragonstone, when she was watching that episode today, was like, she thought he had, um, what did you think that the crab feeder had? Grayscale. I mean, yeah, he had grayscale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I didn't notice it like that, but I was like, oh, I was man. wondering if he had been flayed and then had something that he wore over him, but mm. I don't know. Or maybe he had got grayscale and then cut his skin off to not have grayscale and then wore the crab shell over. Okay. But grayscale would have been from like that part. That was from the weird part of the. That was from the the whatever was south of Westeros, or he, maybe it was. I don't know. Um, so yeah, so they get the, they get the message of the king about support as they're arguing about how they're going to fight. Um, it pisses Damon off that his brother had sent support troops over there and he goes off on his own. He's going to pretend that he's surrendering. Um, and you know, th- which is, then it turns into a bullshit battle because then he turns into this invulnerable freaking person that, you know, there's people that there's a hundred arrows not been ready on him. And Captain he, Damon. Yeah. Yeah, he gets through those and he starts, you know, fighting and ducking and ditching and dodging. You can dodge a ball. You can dodge an arrow. Hey, he's, and he's 15th level. And he starts going. But then when he finally gets. Yeah, this effort, was some D&D. Well, what do you want? He's 18th level. They're all first level. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's only a flesh wound. Well, when he finally is about to get hurt, and it's like, hey, Cap, on your left. And all the blacks come in to save him. And you know you get dragon fire from the one Valerian black dude that can ride dragons or whatever, and Yippee. you know, and then you know, they route them, they route them out. Yeah, they route them out. The and then, airman you know, off camera, off camera. <laughs> the Valerian airman. <laughs> I need a t-shirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, and so the off red camera. Tails. <laughs> Dragon tails. And so uh, <laughs> he, he, uh, he off camera, he kills the crab feeder and then he just brings out his torso. Like, yeah, 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 like, yeah, this is it, you know. And then uh, uh, a series ago, they would have showed that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the violence is so muted. There's no way that we don't see him get completely impaled and chopped up there in the other one. Like, there's no chance. Um, so, yeah, that was episode three. Brother Beavis, before we watched go with episode four, your text chain message was this was like, I'm looking at my watch for this. <laughs> yeah, it was like shortly after I sent that it they got in this this bullshit combat. But I was like this I was struggling. Yeah, we haven't gotten like one of those episodes that just comes in at like forty five minutes. Like everything's pushing an hour. Easy. Fifty two, fifty six. It's just like, yo, come on, man. Like, get to the end. Um, but yeah. So we won't do who won the week on this one. We'll just do it. Then we get through episode four. Now we move into episode four from, from this Sunday night, King of the Narrow Sea. And now it's one year since the last episode. Um, so we open with Renair and my, I, I, she's on the Bachelorette, y'all. Um, 
tour. Uh, she's been out to go find this uh, husband that her father said she can go out and find whoever she wanted to. And she's being courted by old and young men alike. Um, we get some name drops there from the original series as well. Um, and this leads to some, you know, squabbles between some men as they look to, you know, uh, court her hand in marriage. Uh, and she's not having any of it. And then on her way back to the castle on the boat with Sir Kristen, um, yeah, Goose, I'm going to buzz the tower. Um, <laughs> the uh, Damon rides by on the dragon past the boat and shakes everything up. Um, and, you know, and then the, the ick factor starts because she's already looking at her uncle like, oh, well, that's nice. And then it just gets worse as we continue going on through this episode. Damon comes home. He's welcomed back into the kingdom. He's been called the king of the narrow sea. He's been called king of the narrow sea for his win or his battle at the Stepstones. And, you know, they're like, oh, you call yourself a king. And he's like, no, you know, there's only one true king. And, you know, he gives up the crown. He throws the the sword out there, add it to the chair. You know, he bends the knee and he's welcomed back, you know, back into the family. You know, there's a portion of me, like, even though obviously knowing to the end, I was like, so is he a cool heel? Is he heel? Is he baby face? Wrestling terms here. Like, because you don't really know with this dude. I mean, at the end of this episode, you know. But, like, it was kind of like, I wasn't expecting that either. Anybody? <laughs> I, think he's the, I think he's the best character in this thing. And, that, uh, and that's saying something. Uh, <sighs> he's more like, I don't know, he's like, uh, Not quite selfish, but selfish. primarily motivated for chaos. I I don't know. Yeah. It just yeah. In three episodes, he's he, been they haven't really nailed down his motivation, his direction, his end game in any way. Um, it would be one thing if he was clearly like against his brother, which he consistently is not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like he doesn't come off as. He would be pleased to see his brother um, disappear. Uh, yeah, disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Um, he hasn't necessarily thrown himself behind Rhaenyra. Um, or Rhaenyra's what's her name? Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. You know, although that's been strongly alluded because of their connection and they speak their little dragon language and what have you. Um, he's clearly against Otto Hightower. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just yeah. like vice versa. Just sort of an agent of agent yeah. of, of chaos. <laughs> yeah, you can't pin him down. Right. Chaotic uh, neutral. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so they have a return a party for the returning prince, uh, king getting drunk on wine again. Yo, like he is definitely getting off in a bad way. No PlayStation. Alex. And you don't like the other thing he does. Yeah, so yeah, what else? Well, we're going to get to some do? of that here in a bit too. Allison attempts to bond with her stepdaughter, you know, about her trip, you know, you know, on the Bachelorette or whatever. And um, and and she has a great line here. It's like none of these men are interested in me. All they want is my name and my blood, you know. Um, and you know, her the same thing in twenty twenty two. Well, it's her duty though. It's the fact that she's you know she's been named the heir, but she still has to perform this duty that she doesn't want to do. And like, you know, the conflict there, like, I mean, as her as a character, I don't, she's probably my favorite character on here at this point, because at least she's trying something different, you know, like, 
she, you know, she, she's not as being as manipulated at, by everybody else, or at least she can see through it a little bit better than the other ones. Um, I yeah, know. I would agree with that. I mean, she's, but she's got like, well, I know I was going to say she's got like one when she ended the conflict with Damon, but she also did kill a boar. So, yeah. hey, and, right. and enjoyed it too. She is racking up wins. All yeah. Right. And she's like, yeah, I, did, I have no interest, I'm paraphrasing, uh, I have well, no interest in shitting out kids, right. which was well, very awkward to say to the queen. But I think her, I think her aunt gave her some. I mean, the aunt knows the game, and she was, and she's like, "Hey, this is, you know, this is what's going to happen to a woman." Right. But that was the yeah, other weird thing is like that her aunt still saw her as like adversarial in a way. It's like, you look, you took your shot. She was more interested in like getting her son over at that point than like really like, okay, let's try this again, let's push this through. But that was a missed opportunity to me. But whatever. So we'll be speaking about it, not in hushed tones, but the ick is start is going to start like here very, very soon here. And, you know, between uncle and niece, um, you know, you've matured a lot in these last four years. Gross. Like just gross. Uh, yeah. So yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. She's like, I have no desire to be married and having kids. That's what killed my mother. Um, you know, which I thought was a really good line and a callback to. So we go to the King's Council, Corliss, that's who hasn't been in the last, well, he was in the last episode fighting and stuff. Um, you know, he's taken over the Stepstones and he's entered into a marriage pact with, uh, who was it? Um, uh, the Lord of Bravos. Like he's going to marry off his, uh, son to the, uh, Bravo. Oh no, his daughter to the Bravos portent, uh, person of the Bravos and United Kingdom to take over, you know, the Valerians and the Free City people all together. And that's going to, you know, create like a little bit of conflict in the realm. And so the council is like, look, um, you got to, we got to get into a marriage pact too, to kind of sure up the thing. And, you know, Renera's is sitting or, you know, Renera's sitting there like an idiot, like, uh, you know, that's going to be you, right? Like you understand <sighs> that, that it's going to be you, like everybody looking at her. And so she goes back to her room brooding. Mountain. And then I then <laughs> my note says, this is on some Harry Potter shit. Like the Marauders map, uh, I am <laughs> to no good here. <laughs> so I guess he left her a map to like the secret hallway so she could sneak through and get out of the kingdom, and left her some clothes so she could dress like a boy. That's a whole nother story. Yeah, and yeah, and then <laughs> she sneaks up to meet with her uncle, and they're off to like this Renaissance fair for shenanigans with debauchery and drinking all around them. You know, there's a play. Where they're making yeah, fun yeah, of the royal yeah, family. Yeah, that's from the first like, series. Well, yeah. it's all from the first series. So it yeah, is. Yeah. It's just a bunch of callbacks, kind of. Um, right. And yeah, it's. So we'll come back to it. Unfortunately, uh, the king is still not doing well uh, with his mystery illness. Uh, and then Allison comes in, and then my my, <laughs> uh, my note here says, um, <laughs> "Her kindness will not be repaid uh, here momentarily." So. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So, why are there separate chambers? Does anybody know the answer to that, Lady Dragonstone? Why would the queen be in the separate chambers of the king? Uh, there's not really a Game of Thrones answer for that. That's just kind of like a medieval history thing. They just have separate rooms to make it look like not so improper, essentially. That was the logic behind it. Then. Right. And so the married. king can have his boo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So can, yes. Yeah. So he can have his side pieces. Hey. That's all. I, I guess. Um, Change the so yeah, day out. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, Damon and Renair are making their way now through, and these two scenes are paralleled once, you know, off of one another. So Damon and Renair are going through the streets, and then they wind up making their way into a brothel. But on the other side of that, Allison, you know, the handmaiden comes and like, hey, the king has requested your, um, yeah, company here. And she was like, it's kind of late. Well, um, and that bitch, you better get up. Um, so yeah. So they go back there. And so again, my note says here, the less we say, the better. It really that, you know, these two parallel things here where Damon and his niece are making out in this brothel where and Allison is having to have relations, <laughs> relations or un, you know, unfulfilled, whatever sexual, whatever with the king. Um, it's just it was just compelled reproduction. Yeah, it's it, man. Like it's just all but, it. But it happened in this first series. It happened Understood. in all these series. So I mean, this uh, you, right. This is the stuff that happens. It's still happening, and it's gonna happen. Mm. Well, yeah. I, yeah, and not just in Kentucky. Hey now, um. So I, at, on the after show part there, because it's, no, it's not really clear. And again, this was the muted, new, the inward returns part. Like there was nudity going all around there, but it was shot in such a dark way that you knew it was happening and you could hear like the moans or whatever. But you really I mean, like you didn't get that full frontal shot like the first series gave you, which they shot everything in open. OK, so the entire series of Game of Thrones was all shot by male directors. And then this episode shot by a female director and she, the lady that was on there was talking about, you know, she shot a lot of them and she was basically like, you know, these episodes, you know, coming from my point of view and like, what's this going to look like for Renera? It's from my point of view, not necessarily for like a male case essentially. And so that's why it's kind of muted the way it is, but also with it being muted like it was, it really was difficult to tell outside of the making out if they had sex. And they didn't like, you know, he, 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 they didn't according to them. Was it, was it clear to y'all that they didn't? I, I felt like he, you know, kind of like with the first episode where he started and, you know, couldn't finish. Yeah. It looked to me like he, like she, she was exposed and he thought better of it or that was part of the game and then split. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's ick y'all. It's just ick. Yeah. I saw something in the New York times like, Oh, this was the best episode. Of the show, I was like, really? It might be the best. It, I mean, yeah, because all the rest of them are snore fest. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this is uh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, if, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, Renera hopped up on incest, is um, like horny, and goes back and sleeps with Sir Christian in the longest sex prepared scene of all time. Like, how much chain metal you got on, nigga? I mean, golly. <laughs> It took forever. Like, I mean, like a piece literally at a time. Like, that must have been how it would have been, like, for real. They must have researched the shit out of that. Um, so the hand of the king gets the uh, message of the shenanigans that happened between her un- the uncle and niece. I'm not sure why she took off all this time. She's like, oh, I'm got to be hiding. But in the brothel, you decide to take off your freaking hood there. Yeah. Her, yeah. yeah her, her, her inhibitions were her down hat. due to the wine. Man, and there were maybe you know, and, and Damon clearly one of the most, you know, recognizable people within the kingdom. So yeah, well, like, white hair know, get you all the time. Well, yeah, I guess. 
Um, Nobody looks like them. They're gonna be able to tell them just by like the hair and whatever. Yeah, right. everyone's gonna be able to sense. see them. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, we're gonna be secret like all this whole time doing this, but by the time we get into this one place, yeah, no, this is where we're gonna like. I'm gonna take this thing off. So she's getting seen seen by a lot of people. Um, and so yeah, the hand gets the message. Damon gets read by his Spanish boo. Um, and then the hand goes yeah. to the king with the news about where's her. Where's her N word? That's yeah. She didn't dope. Well, she. I mean, I guess it was more. You know, like he stumbled there in his drunkenness, like after uh, right, after you know, his, his night right, out with his, his niece. Yeah, right. yeah, he went. Yeah, he went. You know, to her place. Yeah, you know, just yeah, instead. She, she played her best, Kardashian. Yeah. Um. And so he goes to the news of Renair and Damon, and, and the king is not having it. You know, he's like he was carrying on with her, with her uncle, and she's like, "What? Explain this to me, like I'm silly." Yeah, yeah. Coupling, <laughs> coupling. He's like, "Don't make me say it." Like, what, do you want me to say it? Okay, y'all tell me. Is either this dude doing a great job of acting, or he really didn't want to tell him this story? Like he he did not seem to take any pleasure in telling him this story. Uh no. He was acting. This was this was motivated to get people out of the way mm-hmm. for all the heirs that come from his daughter to be the next in line for the monarchy. Yeah. yeah. So he's trying to get rid of both of them mm-hmm. because they both have potential claims to the throne. She's the current heir, mm-hmm. and then if everyone was dead, Damon would be the heir. So he's trying to get rid of both of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the king is mad because you got people spying on my daughter. Like that was not good. Um, and while she's telling this story, Allison overhears it and then she called, she confronts Renera about it too, like out in the yard or whatever. And she, you're like, I want to know about your family and your queer customs, uh, <laughs> about, <laughs> about y'all's incest. And Renera lies her ass off. Like we didn't do nothing. It wasn't me, the shaggy defense. It was not there. We just had some wine. You know, that he took up with a whore and left me there and I just came home. Like that was it. Scout's honor. And I'm like, uh, okay. You know, and she's like, you shouldn't have been there. You know, your purity is valued over everything. And then my note counselor note in here says, you know, the reason that Allison is so upset about this is like, you know what? <laughs> I had to treat. No, she, well, she's stuck. Yeah. It's like, cause right. I, you know, like, I had to do this shit. It's like, there's no way I'm going to just allow or let, you know, watch you just not have to do it because I got forced into this shit. I'm having sex with your ugly ass daddy. And I don't want to do this and shitting out kids where you out tramping all over. <coughs> the kingdom. Like that's some bullshit. Um, I think she likes being queen. So I, yeah. so she just, I mean, she's upset, but I think she likes the, all the traffic of being the queen. Lady Dragonstone, could you you said that um in the books that she's not they're not as close as they are like on the show or something like that? Uh, they were friends, but well, initially, like what it says in the book is that when they initially got married, that Rhaenyra was actually fine with it, which is the most unbelievable and unrealistic thing even <laughs> with all the dragons. And um that later on they do eventually end up becoming enemies. But Allison's character as it's translated from the book onto the show is very, very different. Like 
I was thinking about this earlier. Is like you can clearly tell that Allison is written by like a man. You can clearly mm. just tell that she's, she's really just played from the point of misogyny okay. and like a really conniving woman and that her circumstance was portrayed as it was, oh, it's positive. She's marrying the king and all of this. But when she's really just being pimped off by her dad, groomed, manipulated, like you can clearly tell she's just playing to the thing of misogyny, which is a problem with a lot of George R. R. Martin's work. Mm. And they're oh very different. They <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah, boy, yeah, she does. She does seem mm-hmm. like she's just an extension of of her father. Right. Yes, one hundred percent. Because like he can't be, he can't rise to power, but he can via her, mm-hmm. as long as she's willing to accept anything. Yeah, it'll be interesting if they try to face turn her, um, in a dip. You know what I mean? What, but, uh, where he goes from here now becomes interesting. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, yeah, so you shouldn't have been there. Your purity is valued. It could have ruined everything. Um, the king brings Damon in to talk about this incident or whatever. He's still kind of hung over <laughs> from his night from before. Um, and Damon doesn't deny it like at all. He was like, I mean, eh, you know, let her first time be with me. Why would it be with somebody else? And then that gives him a kick in the ribs. Um, and then he's Daddy's like, he's still alive. It's amazing. But yeah, yeah I mean, story. yeah, wed her to me. And, you know, in the tradition, you know, the tradition of our house, you know, he asked for that. And, you know, the king is like, you don't want my daughter. You just want the throne. And he banishes him again. You know, like that was it. Like, so Damon's been banished in four episodes twice from the kingdom within a span of four years. Um, and then Allison goes to the king and explains, like, look, your brother is a whole ass liar. I believe, you know, Renera. Like, I believe it. She said it didn't happen. I believe her. Your brothers never tells the truth about anything. So, okay. So, when he goes to go talk to um uh Renera, you know, it's like you know, she's like, it didn't happen. He's like, it doesn't matter. The perception is the truth at this particular time. You know, if people perceive you to be a certain way or these types of things happening, like that's not gonna work. So we're done. You're getting married, you're gonna marry that what Prince Lenore <laughs> my note Lenore Valerian. Thank you. My note says you're going to li- marry that little nigger boy. You know, Timmy nigger from across the street. Certainly, <laughs> Nora Valeria to unite these houses again as they try to get that, you know, because you are my political headache. What a line. That's a great bit, you know. Um, so, uh, and then she's like, well, what about the vulture that sits on your throne? You know, and then I would say that we get the best scene that we do get from the entire four episodes at this point. Which is what old boy is, said. This was the best episode. No, this scene, not necessarily the best episode. Still the best I'm episode saying this too. scene is the best that we've seen on any of the shows about, you know, how he just dresses him down. He's like, five years, man. It took you five years to go from just like a regular person in the court to the hand, you know? Like, you wind up becoming hand of the king. You taught me how to be a king. Like, you rose up through power, like, so quickly, you know? And I didn't see the manipulations that you were doing around me. Like, you were so good at this shit. Like, I didn't even see it. And now, you know, for, of course you want your son, you know, your grandson to be the cooking king. Of course you want me to do that. Of course you got my, I was in my grief and you pushed your daughter on me to, you know, make that happen. He's like, so, man, I can't trust you because I can't, you know, I can't trust you. And he takes his little hand of the king thing out of there, you know. But, yeah, you got to go. And I, what y'all think of that scene? I thought that was, again, like I said, I thought that was one of the better scenes we've seen on the show. Well, I mean, usually when people 
call other people out without yeah. killing them, then they get some revenge scheme worked on them and die in their place. Yeah. So if we yeah. follow the logic, that means Viserys is going to get betrayed by Otto here because he yeah. didn't off him. So yes. who knows? He should have he offed him. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you can even think about that. Like, yeah, why didn't he kill him? Right. You know, like, yeah. Should have killed his brother, father. too. Have to go out like Ned Stark. Right. Yeah, because he didn't. Right. Yeah. But it's the Queen's. Because it's the Queen's father, yeah. maybe. Yeah, that's why he won't kill him and the other one won't scheme against it because if Otto starts scheming, then Alicent loses her place and then Viserys yeah. can't do anything. He's like, oh, the mother of my kids is going to run away from me because I killed her dad. Uh, you can, there's still plenty of, oops, he fell on a board. Or, yeah, uh, I mean, or that, <laughs> exactly. where'd that mountain come from? Yeah, um, exactly. Right. The final scene is the maester comes there to Renera's uh, yeah. suite and is like, hey, I made this special tea for you. Yeah, it's from the king, you know, for unwarranted circumstances, you know, drink up. And the yeah. irony was they were preparing it for the sex that she didn't have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Right. Because there, I don't think anyone knew about Crispin at that point. Yeah, or whatever yeah exactly. Is. It, there was yeah. presumption that it was Damon. Yeah. Yeah. Whole ass plan B. The moon the tea times, yeah. and the holy yeah. hand grenade served mm-hmm. up in a holy hand grenade. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And that's episode four, y'all. Like that was that, you know, uh, if you go to look ahead next week, we're going to get the wedding between, um, uh, God, I can't say it's it. Lenore. Valerian uh, and uh, Renera. That's going to be a thing. That's going to happen. Uh, for, that's for sure happens in the book, correct, Lady Jackson? We're not spoiling anything. Oh, you're jumping ahead. Uh, yes, that for sure happens. The other yeah, yeah, like getting married sure. is the other more complex book. Okay. Yeah, like it, <laughs> well, she had mentioned that as we were watching the preview. Because you watch the preview, you see them at the wedding ceremony or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, no, I don't. Wine. I don't watch the preview. That no, would just mean I would have right, to watch right, it. That's another. That's a couple of minutes. I, yeah. I, I don't watch the how it got made or none of that. I used uh, to watch yeah. those in the first series. Credits roll. Out. Finally. I'm free. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got that coming. All right. So who won the week? Uh, a thing that we always say at the end of each episode, you know, kind of, you know, is winning this game of throw. Anybody could go for it. Damon. Yeah, Damon. Damon. He got he got banished for like the fourth time in four years. He doesn't really care if he gets banished. He keeps coming back anyway. Right. I just think like he got to get under his brother's skin by messing with Rhaenyra, which is truly what I think he wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. And Uh, he got off that free. Rhaenyra's all ruined. Allison's all. I don't want to scheme against my best friend. And then the king's all messed up because he's just dumb. And Otto got out of hand, is, is out of place as the hand. So mm. they all lost. Yeah, I think Captain Day America uh, <laughs> clearly won week three. But yeah, I think you're right. Like he, it it's just as important from the, the outcome of whether or not he hooked up with his niece or. The messed point. with his brother both of those are good outcomes so yeah i would the only other counter argument i would say is you could make the argument that viserys won at week four only in that he finally recognized what Otto was up yeah. and actually you know grew a sack and took action that was my winner 
Uh, like I thought the King had a good week. I mean, again, he's late to the party and shit playing with five. five. He didn't have a good week three but, though. No, took he two didn't. swings oh, to yeah. kill. The... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he didn't exactly. have a good week one, two, or three. Yeah, no. exactly. Yeah. Well, that's too much wine, man. Uh, Hush, who are you taking? You taking Damon also? You, you said, uh, yeah, he's my he's my favorite. He, he's my name, so yeah. Okay. That's where we are. And like I said, at the jump start here, it, it, again, Dragon Con, sure. Football, sure. Old, sure. All of those things. But it's probably a little bit more ambivalence towards the show. And, you know, Brother Beavis and I have been watching the Lord of the Rings series on Prime. Um, I am not a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Like I know there's hobbits. My screen, my screen isn't frozen. I'm just stopped. Yep. That's it. I know there's hobbits. So I know, I, I, I know at some point they go through Baldur's Gate. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So yeah, <laughs> I'm completely confused by all of it, but I've watched the first three episodes of that show and is so much better than this show. Like, it's not even close. Like, the writing, the everything about it is so much better. Well, I think the I think the surprising. advantage that Lord of the Rings has is it is a completely separate universe story world, right? So, mm. yes, Game of Thrones and all this is a fantasy story, but a lot of it is drawn from what we would regard as, like, historical monarchy. So, mm. um, plus it's pretty clearly pinned within eight series of another show we saw. So mm-hmm. I think that's the, it there, the, the bounds are a little bit looser and there's not as much to conform to, I think is part of it. I've only seen the first episode, but I was like, this is a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> I watched all three and, yeah. you know, and for somebody, if you're like, Oh, I know Lord of the Rings a little bit or whatever, if watching on prime, if you watch it with x-ray on, it tells you stuff like on the side, like, oh, like this is from this particular book. And it tells you about the like the different groups of people and why, like all that kind of stuff. So for somebody like me that doesn't know anything like that made it e- even more enjoyable. So, yes, I would highly suggest watching that. All right. So that's it, y'all. So we'll be back. For episode we switch five. over. Can you draw um, me like a hobbit? A hard foot. He just shrink us all yeah. down to like you know, four foot tall. Uh so yeah. Um yeah. Uh so yeah, that's it, y'all. We'll be back for episode five. You know, brother uh Grandmeister Beavis suggested that maybe we'll uh just do double ups all the way out. I think it's ten episodes. Um so yeah, we'll kind of see we how do the last goes. six at once. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. See you soon too. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, and then it's already been reviewed, and that's what brother Lee, as you alluded to that. Like people are watching this shit like a lot. Like it had uh, eleven or twelve million like people watch like the second episode, you know, which was like wow, that means people came back. Okay, like uh, you know, it proves to me that the Game of Thrones brand. Although damaged, is not hasn't been matrixed, you know. It just damaged <laughs> it so much that people can't come back to it. Like you're like, you know what? I'm good. Comes back to the matrix. Yeah, yeah. It don't, uh, you Heisman it off completely. It isn't that damaged. And then, <laughs> like I said, you can all, dragons. There's dragons. You know, people love dragons. They do. Like, they the like the, love yeah. They the like dragons. the name. Sure. Yeah, they just love to see the dragon. So. This is part of the whole bit. So, 
we'll be back. So um, if you're listening on the podcast version, as the Game of Thrones music starts to play us out, I introduce you to this podcast. You can find it on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. If you go to Brothers Comics, you can find the uh, video version of this on our YouTube page. Like and subscribe. Um, that's it. As the producer, I'm signing off. Lady Dragonstone, go ahead and sign off. Sayonara, everybody. Sayonara, nice. Uh, Hutch, sign off. Au revoir, goddammit. Nice. Uh, Grand Mace of Beavis. Yeah, and you mentioned it, the art. Uh, shout out to the background. Oh, yeah. Typically, the two yeah. people not represented here that started this with us. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, and go watch She-Hulk. <laughs> yeah, ah. go watch She-Hulk. We got two non-She-Hulk walk- walkers on here, actually. Yeah. yeah, I know. One of them is not shocking, but the other one is very much so. Um, I know. It's very shocking that that particular person is not watching it. So, yeah. All right. We'll see you on the other side, people. Other side of the ramp. Peace.